0: All right. Yesterday we looked into going viral on Instagram and YouTube and today it gets even weirder. It's very hard to apply this to business but I think we're going to try anyway. This is about launching a social app and it starts in a pretty offensive, it ends in a pretty offensive manner so be warned but still it's pretty funny and I think it provokes or inspires you to do something different which is always interesting to me.
1: This is kind of an interesting topic of like basically if to reach like a young audience or you're trying to look cool then you go and you hire like a young cool person and you're like make us look cool which is one of two things might happen one they think that like uh they're trying to make something that just can't be cool cool and they end up like dude you, you, it's really hard to make like this particular software thing who cares what if you're it? not cool hey fellow kids yeah. yeah hey fellow kids that's what it's like um and so it's like dude it's just not that neat. Or the second thing they do is they end up being just totally douchey, and it's like you're, it, they make jokes like Elon Musk, where he like makes like a four twenty It's like, right. funny. <laughs> um, have you hired any like kids for that reason? And what, what was the, the outcome?
2: outcome? Yeah, the best example was when we when I hired Steve Bartlett, and uh, he's gone on to do some amazing things. We've talked about him before. Uh, if you don't know, he basically. Ended up creating a marketing, uh like a, a, whatever, a marketing company, marketing agency that um did like over a hundred million dollars in revenue, it ended up merging with the company, went public. He's like a dragon on Dragon's Den. He's got a real popular podcast and a bunch of stuff. He's like, to me, he's the young black Gary V. That's like the best description I can have of him. It's, it's uh, and you think he's
1: uh, he's totally the real deal?
2: Yeah, he's the real deal. Um he's the real deal in the sense that like uh, you know, I don't know in the same way that we were like, Dude, Gary Vee's is awesome. Um, you know, does he kind of put on for the camera? Of course, that's the game. Does, you know, is VaynerMedia the best business I've ever seen? No, it's not the best, but it's a great, you know, it's still a business that works and it's like at scale. Um, so, uh, you know, real deal can mean a bunch of things, but I think Steve's the real deal in all of those terms, meaning I've seen his talent firsthand. He's really super talented. Uh, so I recruited him from the UK. He flew over, he lived with us and, and worked with us in San Francisco And then, then after that, he basically went and spun out his like marketing agency. And like, that's how he kind of got his start. And, uh, and my whole thinking was like, this guy gets social, this guy gets social media. He's a hustler. And like, if we're going to build these social apps, we need somebody who like a, they're, they're not like an engineer neckbeard. Like who's like, oh yeah. People want to share photo galleries because why would I not want to share 128 photos instead of one? It's more. It's like no, dude. People don't want to share 128. They want one disappearing photo. Actually, because I'm trying to send like you know something you know inappropriate to my friend. I don't want this permanent record, right? So like, there's, there's a big difference of like what how an engineer will build a social product versus how somebody who's you know social will build a social product. And and so I wanted to have basically like somebody who was young, who was a user of every social platform, to be like, hey, dude, just shit test some of these ideas and be like, is this good or is this not good? And then secondly uh, when we have something good, be able to like blast it, promote it on social in a way that's not like uh, cringe. And he did that. Like, and so when we were, we were like, all right, let me give you an example. At the time he had this like network of pages. He was like, look, I have all these, uh, I either own or know the owners of these Twitter accounts that, uh, have, you know, together, like whatever, 50 million followers. So when we're ready to launch, we'll post it there. And I was like, great. And so again, the engineers were like, all right, we're ready. Um, and so I was, you know, my brain went to like, cool, on all these accounts, post like, hey, love this new app. It lets you do XYZ. You know, I love this new app, Bebo. It lets you do blank, blank, and blank. And then the engineer's like, oh, and make sure we can track the attribution. So we're going to use this like, this URL with this UTM parameter. And they give me this URL that's like 9,000 characters long. It looks ugly as hell, but it's like super trackable. They're like, look at this in the dashboard. We know exactly who clicked and which tweet and all this stuff. And then, Steve was like, um, like, all right, thanks for the suggestions, but, um, not using that link. In fact, not using any link because, uh, nobody's posting a link and nobody posts links on Twitter. And we're like, what? Like, then how will they go download the app? He's like, they'll go download it. If they hear about it a bunch and they feel like they're missing out. And I was like, yeah, but that's like more work. He's like, yeah, but again, they're going to feel like they're missing out. Not that they're being sold to. And then he's like, and we're also not going to tweet hey, check out the new Bebo app. It has these features. He's like, we're going to tweet out memes like, um, you know, uh, my teacher, when she sees me, you know, like my teacher, when she hears about Bebo like, for the 50th time today, and it's her throw, it's a gif of a teacher throwing a phone out this class window and like shattering the window or like, you know, um, my, feel- my MFW, my, you know, my face when, or my feeling when um, I see Bebo trending on Twitter, you know, after 10 years. And it's like, um, and I was like, but that sounds bad for us, right? They're annoyed at us. He's like, yeah, get it. It's like, they're annoyed because they've been hearing about it so much. And so somebody who's not hearing about it is gonna be like, oh shit, I'm out of the loop. What is this? And they're going to go Google it and find it. And I was like, nah, this this is stupid. Guess what? He, we did it his way. We launched, we hit number one on the app store charts. Hit, uh, I don't know how many down, I think we hit. 250,000 downloads in like the first month or something like that. Something crazy. And, um, yeah, it was like insane. And we spent $0. (laughs) So it was awesome.
1: How did you get the influencers?
2: So Steve owned a bunch of them. So me hiring Steve was like me getting to use Steve's like assets. And then he, because he had clout in like the social, like meme world of like the people who own these pages, uh, he like pulled a favor. It was like, yo, post this on this day. We're going to get this to trend. I need this. He was like a 21-year-old trying to prove himself. So he's like, yo, I need you to do me a favor here. Put put this thing up here. So uh, maybe we paid like, I don't know, a few thousand dollars total, but like, you know, nothing to get like hundreds of thousands of downloads and number one rank in the overall App Store charts. Um, And we did that. Was he a pain I'll in the ass to employ, though? No, no, he wasn't a pain in the ass. But I'll, I'll tell you first why I knew we needed to hire Steve. So When we wanted to, we were building this app and we were like, all right, this social app definitely leans towards a younger audience. We're like, all right, we got to be like in in touch with, you know, high schoolers, basically. So I told Jason and Tyler, I was like, guys, we need to be like, we need to be able to pitch our app to high schoolers and see what they think about it. And I was like, all right, well, how the hell are we going to do that? So first they were like coming up with all these schemes. And I was like, guys, like um, I came and visited them like an hour later. And I was like, all right, what's the the plan? How many high schoolers you got? They're like, none. We're we're like coming up with a PowerPoint deck on like how we're going to do this or something like that. They're like coming up with a plan, and I was like, all right, like let me put it differently to you guys. Here's a better question: In the next hour, how can I show our app to like two high schoolers? Go, let's go make that happen. And they're like, uh, okay, all right. Then they they got it. They got what I was looking for. So they first were like, all right, my nephew's on the line. So we got the two. And I was like, great. How do we get twenty high schoolers now in the next hour? And they're like, uh, okay, there's a bunch of high schoolers over here at the mall near our, our office. Like, so they went over there with a sign that said, you know. Uh, test our app, get a free burrito. And they got like immediately like 20 people. And they're like, okay, that was cool, but there was only 20 people there. It's like, how are we going to do this regularly? And so we found a high school nearby. And so we went over there. First, they started the same thing. They had a sign outside, free burrito if you try our app. And people were signing up like crazy. We didn't have burritos, by the way. It was just like a promise. We we're like, I don't know. We'll, we'll figure out how to get you a burrito later. <laughs> and, um, and, and then there, so we got a bunch of people to, to like try it out. And then- uh, a teacher came out and was like, "Hey guys, what's going on here?" They were like, "Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. We're not creeps. We're just like we're trying to te- get beta testers for our app. Do, do you know what that word means?" Uh, and they were like, "Oh, cool, you're a startup." And they were like, "Come on in." And they invited us to come speak. They were like, "Hey, you know, like <laughs> you can just like take over my class for the day. I'll just sit down and play Sudoku, and you just teach my kids about startups." This sounds and like the like,
1: most naive, trusting teacher, like to a fault. <laughs> it was. It definitely was. Oh, um, you're you're. Are you a little kid lover? Great. Come on in. And you, you must love kids so much. You build apps apps for them. So you're, you're a little kid lover.
2: It was definitely worrisome, like why it was so easy. But literally, <laughs> that's what happened. So for seven seven hours straight that day, like a class would come in, 50 kids. We would teach them about startups for 15 minutes. And then we would pitch them our app for 15 minutes. And then we'd be like, next. and we, and we But just by doing that, you know, to take, you know, basically 30 kids per class times seven, we're getting 210 kids a day in the same school to download our app so that like all their friends were on the app so it was a great it was like this great way to like take over a high school in a day and see if it goes viral once we get that seed community but in one of them we uh so the first day we go and it's me and jason i'm like dude it's cool i'm cool i and then i was like i start talking i'm i'm like yeah that's tight and they start giggling and i'm like oh shit tight was a cool word when i was in high school that's (laughs) I was like, it's lit. It's super lit. And they're like, you know, I was like, I was already outed It is like, not cool, but And I was like, and so I got like humbled big time. I'm like realizing. And, the, and by the way, if you go talk to kids like high school classic, like, they just don't give a shit. They don't pay attention. They'll just be like straight talking to somebody else while you're talking and you can't control them at all. And so I was like, oh man, this teaching is so hard. And then I'm like, and so I'm like, okay, whatever. Let's skip to the end. Let's skip to the part where we test our app. So I was like, all right, you guys want to see our app? And they were like, nobody says anything. I'm like, okay, um, you know, the first person who downloads our app, like, you know, you get candy from this bowl. And they're like, all right, what's the app? And I was like, <laughs> and I was like, they're like, what's the name of it? I was like, oh, it's not in the app store yet. It's on test flight. And I, and I uh, could just feel the blood ooh. draining from my body. As I said that, I was like, what the fuck were we thinking? And then I was like, <laughs> you were not So just, I was like, uh, I'm going to put the link up here on the projector. Just like type that in and it'll take you to the thing. And this kid in the back, little, no joke, he goes, "Links are gay, <laughs> <laughs> and, dude!" I was so embarrassed, and just I just got wrecked, and I started laughing so hard, I couldn't stop laughing. And I was like, and literally at the office from there on out, we were like, "Hey." like HR we don't mean this in a bad way but it's the funniest thing that just happened the whole company is in on this joke and so anytime somebody was like yo send me the link like in slack and somebody else would be like links are gay (laughs) (laughs) because it was the most like you thought you got nagged I got straight bit slapped by this like 13 year old (laughs) and it was unbelievable it was unbelievable By the way, the other thing, every high school kid has just a cracked screen. None of them have a phone that is like, the screen intact. They all got cracked screens.
0: Yeah, I don't know what I'm supposed to learn from the end part, apart from it was a funny story. And it's a very genuine piece of laughter, which you don't really hear too much in business podcasts. So I'm just going to leave it in. As far as launches go, I do think that people always want to think about how they launch apps natively to their audience, to their products, to the mediums that they pick. And try to make it funny. You know, one of the sayings that I always love is that people will watch what entertains them and sometimes it's an ad. And so even if your goal is informative, you still want to entertain people. You still want to get a bit of a laugh, um, whatever is appropriate for your audience. But at the end of the day, we watch what entertains us and sometimes it's an ad.